joining me in the room podcast is Calvin Tacey, ready to make his appearance at the Enigma Invitational 5 this Friday night, taking on Brad Schneider for the light heavyweight championship. What's going on, Calvin? I haven't talked to you since uh, you were there winning that absolute tournament and some money, bro. How's everything been going? Uh, everything's been great. You know, I've been training a lot lately. Uh, I mean, keeping up as much as I do, you know. Uh, I mean, definitely looking forward to Friday. Uh, I'm really, really ready to compete against this guy. So uh, I'm just ready as ever to go, and I'm just chomping at the bit to get after it. Excellent. Well, he's no stranger to you. I hear you have some history together and, uh, you know, some some not-so-far history. Let's talk about this. This is the third matchup between you two uh, guys. When did this, uh, you know, this trilogy start? So uh, a couple years ago, I think it was like pre-COVID and everything, uh, when there were actually tournaments all the time. Uh, I competed against them in a New York Open in a, just a normal tournament style. I met him in the finals, and uh, I ended up losing on points to him. Uh, and then just recently, I think last month, in, uh, yeah, early October, I competed against him in another tournament in the first round, and uh, I ended up winning that by submission. Now, uh, wow, it's been a little gap between then and now. What were the, um, I mean, you're, uh, I do believe you're a brown belt on the Tom de Blas, right, at this at this moment? Right, yeah, yeah. And I believe he's a brown belt. Not, I don't know where he comes from. He might have his own camp. But what, where were you guys uh, when you first met a couple of years ago? Um, were you brown belts then, purple belts? Where were you in, uh, in that? We were purple belts. Excellent. So, so here we are, two years later, uh, a lot of experience, a lot of tournaments later. And you just went against him, and uh, you won with the submission. How did that feel to get that um, get that win back? Uh, it, it feels it feels good. I always look uh, anyone that's beaten me. It always leaves like a bad taste in my mouth, and I always look forward to the uh, the rematch. And I usually fare pretty well because uh, I feel like I'm a little bit more motivated in that sense than I would be if I like I, I don't. It doesn't motivate me as much if it's somebody I beat or like they wanted me. Let's say for this, like people like uh, they're looking for opponents. People were throwing out suggestions of people I'd already beat twice. I'm just like it doesn't really like motivate me. I beat you twice, but somebody that that has beat me in the past, yes, it'll get me off the couch every time. Excellent. Well, you submitted them. What was the, what was the difference? And uh, you know, it's two years since that first one. Uh, you know, where was the the change in the level here? Where did you actually take over in the second matchup? So. Uh, I, I was always like kind of positionally like dominant, and that was that was how I looked to win stuff, stay on top, uh, maintain position. And sometimes like when I couldn't play it, it make me it get like the nerves, my nerves and everything. You know, I'm thinking, 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 am I going to give up points? So it messed with me. I, I'm a submission hunter. I, I go for the finish. So when I so when I get to go after it, I usually fare pretty well. I don't do as well uh, point-style tournaments. I mean, I can win those too, but I definitely – I'm a submission hunter, and when I realized that and just started going after it and attacking, I, I started doing a lot better. But it, it does get me into trouble in point-style tournaments at times too. Now, this uh, past tournament that you uh, you know, you know, had that submission against, was that um, uh, the same style tournament as the first one, or was it a different one, different style? No, it's – it was the same style. They were both uh, IBJJF tournaments. I was down on points when I submitted him. I think either we were tied and he was up an advantage or maybe he was up like one or two points or something. I can't remember, but 
I just I just went for it. I backstepped into the legs and I started uh, going for submissions and I ended up catching it. Excellent. Well, here we are um, at Enigma Invitational. This is um, an EBI match, I do believe, a 15-minute match. Is that correct? Yes, yes. 15-minute so, submission only EBI format. So this is something totally different. Um, what are you expecting out of this? Uh, it's not a point thing. It's playing in your style, which you are going for, uh, going for the kill. Right. Uh, I think we're able to kind of get after it more and kind of let things flow freely and use, I mean, we're going to, we're going to get to do jujitsu. We're not going to be worried about points holding position and waiting for the timer to go off. It's going to be like killer be killed. You know, we're going to, we're going to get after it. We're going to go after each other. It's going to be like that. Uh, I expect like, I'm going to, I'm going to be pushing forward the whole time. I'm not sure what he's going to do. I know he's, he's pretty lanky. He's like six three. He's taller than I am, but he's not, he's not as beefy. Uh, and, uh, you know, he, he gets after it, too. He's got a good close guard game and everything. But uh, I, I predict me coming forward, and we're going to see what he does to, to match that, and we'll see where we go. Well, Calvin, there's a lot of big names and a lot of big coaches coming into this enigma. It's been, I think they've had a couple, maybe two or three, since you won that, you know, that won that tournament. So they're getting bigger and bigger. They have a bigger venue, a lot more right. people fitting in there, man. Um, how excited are you to be able to get back in there and have a lot of this talent? I mean, I'm sure there's a, a couple of guys or girls that you might have rolled with in the past or maybe teammates or affiliated with uh, Tom DeBlas. Yeah, so uh, we actually do have uh, Sam McHale, Sean Yadamarco, and uh, Sophia actually competing on the same card. Uh, Tom's flying out to be in all our corner, so he'll be there in attendance too, and he'll be coaching us uh, hopefully all the victory, you know. Uh, you know, we've got a pretty solid team, and we like to get after it, you know. So, and it, it's it's good being on this card. I like the I love the New England area. I love coming up there. I, I frequently make trips up there whenever I can, just for leisure. Uh, and I, I love to compete, you know. And Enigma is a great card, and I, I look forward to having our coaches and our team up there. Excellent. Well, the last time you were here was in uh, March. You made your debut. I think there were only maybe a couple of events in. Uh, man, you kind of shocked the uh, the BJJ community in New England and uh, on the internet, man. Uh, kind of that that last match, not the last match. Uh, I think the uh, you know semifinal match. Um, you know there was some an injury in there, and uh, you know a lot of uh, eyes on you about that. Has uh, you know you in the jujitsu community has? I would imagine you have grown. Your name has grown. Are some people afraid to match up against you since you know, you know that style that you know. Be a be killed sometimes in there with you. Yeah, because uh, so yeah, that's like my mentality. So I do understand why people, you know, kind of avoid that because they do work nine to fives and everything. I mean, I work as well, but you know, you can, I can't maim them and then they are able to go do their job on Monday. So okay. it, I I get it to an extent, but yeah, I do. I I mean, it's that reputation like that. I I can cause injury. And, you know, that's not necessarily something anybody wants. But, I mean, it's the risk we all accept for going in there. I, I expect to get, that I could be injured as well. Exactly. And, you know, I've seen a couple in the past, uh, you know, in, in smaller jiu-jitsu tournaments. So it happens everywhere. I mean, it's so fast. And, uh, you know, that's that's the beauty of the game. It's, it's, it's so quick and, you know, relentless at times. So Tom's coming in. This is a, a, a big treat for New England to have him there. Uh, you know, a lot of other names coming in here. And 
you know, you guys are, are, are done. I mean, you got another tournament in a couple of weeks after this big uh, high stakes in this in this tournament. You're going to Emerald City, uh, not I believe not too far from you. So you're not going to be traveling, you know, all the way, you know, maybe six to seven hours to get here. You know, you know how, how how's the tournament circuit with you guys? I mean, you you know, two or three a month, or you know, they they just come out in spurts, or do you kind of plan your uh, you know? plan your three or four month span of what tournaments you're going to hit and which ones are important and not important for you. Uh, so anything big or anything I get an invite to, I'll kind of take, uh, I don't, I don't do too many local tournaments now. I, anything that my team wants to get on and compete, I'm always down. Like we were traveling to Atlanta, Texas for like, uh, IBJJF tournaments, uh, anything I get an invite, super fights, fights, wins, anything that comes local, you know, I'll, I'll get my hand in it if I can get a matchup or if I can get in on the tournament. But I try to stay as active as I possibly can. Uh, you know, it's unfortunate that everything comes in the winter. We didn't really have anything for, like, four or five months there throughout the whole summer. So, I mean, we were trying to get in what we could get in, but now, like, opportunities come, and, they, you know, we're going to take it every time. Excellent. Well, a couple of more questions before I let you get back to, uh, you know, your, your regiments and whatever you do to get ready for the <laughs> super fight. Uh Dude, man, as far as, you know, the eyes that are going to be on you, I mean, what are you looking to do as far as, you know, ultimate goals as far as, you know, your jiu-jitsu career? And, uh, you know, what is what is that ultimate prize for uh, someone like you who's, you know, looking to be the best of the best? Uh, me personally, I just uh, – I look to improve every day. I just want to compete to the level that I can compete to. Uh, I'm not really looking to – gut chase after like best in the world status and everything you know i've got like a life outside of jujitsu i just love to compete i love to bring it i love to just lay it all out there and i won't lay down and fucking die for anyone so i i just what i like to do i'm passionate about it and it keeps me sane in my everyday life you know keeps me from i don't know going fucking crazy i guess for lack of better terms you know <laughs> i hear so that it, i have to, i have to compete i have to be out there and uh i mean i'm i'm not I'm not, yeah, I'm not searching to be like Gordon Ryan or anything, but I'm going to be the best version of me. I won't lay down for anyone, and I'm going to, I'm going to come after you every time, and I'm going to do whatever I can to win. Excellent. Well, one more question before I let you give your shout-outs and, and whatever, uh, you know, you want to get out there. Uh, you know, Tom, you, you, you're a practitioner under him. Are you, uh, you know, do you have, uh, you know, students under you? Do you go to tournaments and coach students? Uh, you know, you looking to do that? As far as, uh, you know, your journey in BJJ? Uh, eventually, yeah. Uh, I do have aspirations to be a coach and kind of open my own place. But I understand I've got lots of competing left. I've still got a level to reach that I look to reach. And uh, I don't feel like I know enough now to, like, uh, take in a bunch of people under my wing. And I, I wouldn't feel comfortable, you know. I'm going to wait till I get black belt. I'm going to compete for a few years under that. And, uh, you know, I have the, wear the wherewithal. I'm not delusional enough to know when I'm getting my ass kicked all the time. And maybe it's time to hang it up, you know? So I, I do look to do that. And I do uh, coach at tournaments, like the smaller local tournaments when we have blue belts and white belts compete, I'll show up and I'll, I'll kind of help them out and I'll be in their corner there if Tom can't make it. Excellent. Well, it'll be interesting to see you at this tournament because I'm sure you're going you're to be later in the day as far. So you're going to be able to give some pointers to some of uh, your training partners and people that associated with you because you were basically there alone uh, when you came last time. So now you have a team with you. So it's going to be a, a really good atmosphere for you guys and, uh, you know, for everyone in New England to treat Tom's, uh, you know, ladies and gentlemen coming this way to uh, compete 
in uh you know in New England. Right. Yeah. Uh, definitely going to be a better vibe. I I don't know. I like the underdog mentality. I like coming into unknown territory. I don't know what it is when like people are like against me and they've got their boy there that's supposed to beat me and everyone's winning. I I just thrive in that environment. But it does, when you have like a team with you, that's like a different thing, and you're building momentum. You're all doing well. Even if you're not doing well, you're just you're bouncing it off each other, and you want to see each other's success. And you have coaching. You know, when you do get stuck in those positions, you're not sure what to do. I have world class a world class coach in my corner that's gonna you know get me out of those positions. Well, my man, um, pleasure talking to you and catching up with you, and pleasure to see you still thriving in the game and uh, you know teaching others and helping them along with the same kind of journey. Uh, dude, I can't wait to, uh, you know, meet some of, uh, you know, training partners. I'm going to be interviewing the fighters, uh, you know, as they win and come off the mat. So I'm sure I'm going to be able to, you know, get a word with Tom and uh, pick his brain a little bit. But, man, it's, it's a pleasure uh, to see all these uh, high-level talent uh, BJJ practices coming into New England to compete, man. So with that said, shout out social media, uh, any sponsor, and uh, I'll let you get on with your day, my man. All right. Hey, yeah, I definitely look forward to seeing you guys again. Look forward to talking to you, too. Uh, sponsors, DD214 uh, Fightwear. Use my code CT Jiu-Jitsu for 15% off if you wish. I want to shout out to my team at OCBJJ and, most importantly, uh, my coach, uh, Tom DeBlass. You know, like I, I wouldn't be at the level I, I am now without the help of that guy. I was just a tough kid with a closed guard game when I moved here, and now I feel comfortable in any position, and I don't think there's a whole lot of people that can beat me. He's a true especially in especially in this this format. Excellent, my man. Well, can't wait to see you. Uh, you know, do work again on Friday night, my man. Uh, so happy trails, bro, and we'll see you in uh, three days or so. Uh, getting that work in. All right, I'll see you then. We'll see you Friday. All right, my man.